This is the Daily Dispatch podcast with your business correspondent, Ted Keenan. Today, Dispatch Love has the privilege of being with multi-choice at the, the latest sports venue. Sport is not just, is fantastic, it's for everybody, and that's it, not just the glamour versions, the football, the cricket, the rugby, but all sport. Sport could, in fact, be the catalyst that helps the underprivileged youth climb out of the future defined by grinding poverty. Building grassroots sports and investing in underprivileged communities and schools is critical to getting this right. A magnificent start happened over the weekend with multi-choice anchoring a collaboration between government and public service for the good of the community. Joining us today is... I'm Stumi Masekela. I'm the Executive Head for Corporate Affairs at Multi-Choice South Africa. I'm Kobani Bobo, uh, former Springbok rugby commentator, an author, and a lot of other things. And what he didn't say is he was a Springbok of note. He had played for your, a dozen clubs all over the world and played with massive distinction. My name is Nongaba Konsiwe, the MEC for the Department of Sports, Recreation, Arts and Culture in the Eastern Cape. Thank you. And my name is Usnalo Chafta, um, Momentum Pro Tears, Wicked Keeper Batter. I see we don't have batsmen anymore. Huh? We have batters, Keep it <laughs> which neutral. is amazing. Okay, should we kick off with you? <laughs> Multi-choice is Africa's biggest uh, content provider across all media. It is set to make a difference in sport in East London. How are you going to make that difference and what will that difference make? Okay, I think it's an important question to ask because, and relevant one um, for that matter, because today we are here in Jolomna and yesterday we were at Butterworth High School. As multi-choice, we are here to hand over beautiful sporting facilities that will enable our children to be introduced to sporting codes that they previously did not have in this area. So just to mention a few, these fields will introduce our children to soccer, rugby, volleyball, and hockey, um, which, which we know before um, was not possible because there were no facilities for them to play in. This we are able to do through our Super Sports Schools program, um, a really break, a groundbreaking initiative to change the future of South African school sports. School sport is a foundation of South Africa's sporting success, and this venture exposes our young people to world-class facilities. As you know, our mantra at MultiChoice is all about enriching lives, and I think when you see the work we have done in the past two days here, it really rings true to enriching lives. We are not just enriching lives, we are going to be changing a lot of these young people's lives. They're now going to have a safe place where they can play, where they can be coached, and they can learn all of the skills that they need to become successful citizens in the country. Sonola, you mentioned at your, during your speech that facilities had made a massive difference in your sporting life. Mm. 
The facility that we've got here is actually something that could easily be run out in the whole country. It's multi, multi-purpose concrete, mm. and that is fantastic. But to get back to your career, Protea's woman, Bat-ta, and Wikikeeper, you must have been absolutely thrilled with the World Cup success that you had. Can you put it in <laughs> words, or is it even beyond words? Um, I don't know. Like I think all of us still will be like, it hasn't sunk in yet. Um, I think the journey probably for us, for this World Cup, started in 2014 when Koi Shilton Morang actually... No, he's been there for 10 years, actually. Um, so do you think it's time he retired? No, no, no. <laughs> we actually wanted to give him the gold medal, but we gave him a final. So for him, it's more like he's, he's literally been there since we were kids. Um, I remember coming in, I was like, I'm not sure, even sure if I want to play cricket. Back then, I used to play hockey. And, um, you know, coming back to the facilities and also like how easier it is going to be for these kids to get noticed through the school's app, um, now you can get selectors actually parking in Cape Town. They can actually just log on and be like, ooh, who's this kid? So now you're opening up so many doors for these young individuals. And, you know, now they don't have to have that stigma of moving out of the community to go to a better one. They can literally stay and be comfortable where they're based and actually excel even more because I feel like you take the kid out of here and then they go sink. Now they can actually even more you can even get more purchase out of them. And, you know, um, what MultiChoice has done now is just literally they just close the gap even bigger. Um, you get your schools like your SACs, all of them, gun facilities. But now you get a kid just knocking on the door with the, just as the, the same. But now the opportunities are all the same for them. So I'm really excited for what's going to happen now. You were schooled in East London at Sterling, as we <laughs> said earlier. Brilliant facilities. This must mean something very personal to you to see something like this going up in the country. Yeah, and I mean, how I ended up in uh, schools like Sterling and Kumcha is because back in Paraworth, where I'm from, they didn't have. So Umama actually made the sacrifice for me to go into hostel. I was in hostel for, what, 11 years? Um, all because that she believed that what she was doing is for the better of my future. And, you know... Um, I wasn't really friendly to her growing up because I felt like, hey, well, mama, you're going to launch me now and send me to these schools and I'm not going to stay with you. But I mean, what she was doing was she was just being a parent. Um, and, you know, when you see qual- like, um, quality as the way that multi-choice saw the purpose in, in these kids, you know, and I'm so excited. Um, I'm really, I'm, I'm so excited. And I will start watching school sports. Never thought I would. I mean, I matriculated 2012, guys. <laughs> And Kiba, as the MEC for Sports, Arts and Culture, this must make your heart very warm. Yes. It makes me so happy and so uh, thrilled because of the situation that the sports brings to the youth. You know, young kids these days, uh, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a way of them getting skills, uh, getting fun, but candidates of being professionals and also living a, life, a healthy lifestyle that will along along it along their life will be much more longer than they could in fact they will be healthy that one is is sure i do believe so i in fact i know so sport has got so many channels that it can influence young people's lives the batsman next to you spoke about persistence if a kid can, doesn't even have to excel at sport, if they can just play sport, 
it gives them that that belief in themselves and they don't have to be world champions they don't have to be wicketkeeper batters or great centers for the springboks just to play means a lot it also i think takes people off the drug route and that must mean a lot to you specifically from the education side oh yes sports means a lot to to so many young kids one it's something that instills discipline to them and thus they will have respect to others and respect one another and support each other because you can't play can't play sport alone then you must do it as a collective and thus encouraging you to work together and respecting others skills it's it's a skill to play sport and over and above that yes you unearth that talent that has not been recognized by other people but once you engage there you you do have uh, you show your talent that you can excel and also makes your life live longer you are a happy person and it boosts your confidence because you are recognizable people would not know somebody who does not play anything staying at home but once you play you excel then you are recognizable you are recognized and respected by even the community where you are money there was a saying long ago and probably in your day as well of the change room atmosphere and in fact a lot of the the clubs would allow little kids into the change rooms with their dads or their moms from netball and they would be influenced by the people and 99% of guys that play sport and ladies that play sport are good people they understand standing up for each other what do you reckon that this will do as far as businesses go to come out and do their bit as well you know they talk about return on investment and return on investment doesn't only have to be money it can be return on young people staying off the drugs you're right ted um i mean sports uh, just for myself um grew up as well each uh i was uh, a very can i say abrasive kid uh i needed to find a place in this world communication funny enough now i use it as part of my livelihood was a difficult thing i felt that physically i had to impose myself um finding sport it gave me a sanctuary it gave me a space where i could express myself it gave me a place where i could see myself it gave me a place where people could see me it gave me a voice it gave me a place where i can gain confidence i can push that across to the people and till to this day i'm grateful and i know how much it can change your life and how much um it's not about the game and you are right to say that we don't try to get people into sports we're not trying to make springboks we're not trying to make proteas we're trying to make better citizens and south africa is better off when people are focused and they have a purpose in their lives and sports does give you purpose that's the return of investment I'm sure South Africans are very glad that you had quite an abrasive personality as your youth because you were a very abrasive center as as well. If you could sum up just what rugby has done for you and what you are giving back to rugby. And then we'll go move on to your career as an author as well. 
Um, I want to say to people, rugby is a passport. Uh, that's what it's been to me. Uh, the first time I traveled, I went overseas. Uh, I was a 16-year-old boy, captain in Springbok on the 17 side. Um, going to Marseille in France, thinking about these places I used to read about in the history books. Going to play in Newcastle and traveling with the Newcastle team to going to Venice, thinking about the Merchant of Venice. Um, so you did some studying at school. Well, I, I, was, I was a pretty decent student. Um, that, uh, that's why I, I fell in love with poetry. This is why writing was important to me. It was important to, to tell stories. Uh, I didn't just write poetry. I, I know one of the producers here, Kamani, he'll know that him and, uh, and his cousin who used to rap in the hip-hop group uh, called The Fit Flow. Uh, and it's one of those things where you can express yourself. And you find expression... That is, it's confidence that's transpired from just one thing. Once you become good at sports, it makes education and even going to the classroom much more exciting because now you know you're good at something. So that confidence sort of transforms you in all other spaces and spectres. So I, I'm, I'm just a grateful person that I've seen the four corners of the world because of sports and the chance that it gave me. Tumi, can you wrap this up for us and... I can see from your face, which our listeners can't see, you're absolutely thrilled by what happened today. You bubbled up on the stage. What has this meant to you personally, being perhaps the driver of this, but what do you think it's going to mean for schools? Because you're going to roll this out, aren't you? Absolutely. I think the first question, what does this mean personally for me? My life has always been about purpose. And today I saw purpose come alive. I saw a future for our children in rural areas who would have never had the opportunity to be able to play in a sports field like this one. And just having conversations back at the office at MultiChoice with my colleagues, it's not just about this, the soccer field, the kit. We will be helping these children by bringing in qualified um, coaches to help them. Imagine what this is going to mean for these children and the opportunities for the future. And that makes me so excited um, to see this. And um, just to answer your second question, I think as multi-choice, our work really does not end here. This is who we are. When we talk really about enriching lives, it's really, this is what we do. Um, and I think investing in sports um, and education is the best investment one can make. And contributions from our private sector, civil society, towards positive education outcomes are just invaluable. And I think, um, to close it off, we believe that collaboration is the golden key to elevating this continent to where it needs to be in terms of competing meaningfully across the globe, we have immeasurable creativity and talent in this country, and it is such partnerships um, that push us forward as a country and continent, and we are just excited to see our future soccer stars coming from this region as well. And I think earlier on I did say, I think the Eastern Cape has a special anointing <laughs> because so many of them, I think we saw them even on the screens today, the likes of Mbimbi and, you know, so... I'm excited to see the next generation of stars coming out of this 
Yeah, just to wrap up, there is no question that this area produces far, far more than its fair share of brilliant sports people. And sport has done something for this area. We are relatively drug-free. The kids love nothing more than picking up a football, going to play soccer. So thank you all for participating in this. And to the better, good luck for the next assignment. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.